We're just starting. Hello, happy Tuesday. Welcome to Lessons and Legacies, a very special episode 40. Not only is the number 40 special, which we'll get into here soon, but okay. I am probably the most excited I've ever been to have today's guest. Um, today's guest is a very, very good special friend of mine. I've known for a couple years now. Uh, somebody I look up to, somebody who's been a mentor to me, somebody who's coached me, taught me, and helped get me to this place making the show and making it look so pretty. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to my wonderful friend, my very special guest, William Brown. Please introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, and let them know why I love you so much. Oh, wow. It's like I'm still trying <laughs> no to figure pressure. that out, right? <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. I can't believe um, you have done 40 episodes before I've come on the show. So I feel I like know, right? it's like <laughs> derelict in my duties or, or something like that as a friend and, and everything. But I'm just amazed and honored to be um, to be on your show. So I am William Brown from IamWilliamBrown.com, um, your self-awareness coach. Um, and I, I think the one thing that I just really want to, to say and add is that I invite people to um, to ask the question, you know, who am I? And from that place that then everything becomes um, available to you. And, and I think too often we get so busy in our life to just kind of try to just live up to the standards and expectations of other people. We, we miss ourselves. So the more that we can at least be willing to ask ourselves the question who we are, uh, then we can show up for ourselves and other people. So that's it. And, and you do that so well. Uh, you have, I, I don't, I, I could fill up a whole notebook with all the things you do. You're talking about 40 episodes for me. You're like going on 400 sometime soon, right? <laughs> you are always yeah, well, going. I, I did two, 292 today. Wow. <laughs> 292. What's that add up to? Let's see. Nine and four is what? 13, which is four. Four came up for me today, too. Right. So I <laughs> oh. take that down. Oh. 292 equals four. Uh -oh. Fours came up twice today. Nines came up twice today. And twos came up four times today. I'm going to get into it. Wow. But uh, yeah, uh -oh. you have so many things that you do. You've got the one word conversations, which uh, you yes. do Monday through Saturday at 11 in the morning. Right. right. Mm -hmm. You've got right. your happy today, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. You've got right. healing yes. conversations. When do those happen? Those are kind of like that is Thursday. Evening. Yeah, that's yeah Thursday, Thursday evening at the 7, 7 p.m. Right? Mm -hmm. And then the. Um, you're doing, what's the three o'clock one that you're doing for the man and woman of the year campaign? Man and woman of the of the year, that is a spotlight, spotlight on on, on you. And I, I spotlight um, someone who's been on a, a cancer journey, right? Mm -hmm. um, that um, either if they've been on it themselves or if they're a family members that they want to honor and, and kind of do that. So I, I do that around three o'clock and it's when they're available. So um, the, those kind of pop in and pop out. I have a couple coming up uh, soon. And I've watched several of those. You have amazing guests with amazing stories. And I do yeah. have a handful of cancer survivors in my family and also people that I've lost to. So that's kind of that spotlight 
series really, uh, it kind of hits home for me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I, I want you to talk a little bit, tell everybody about the Man and Woman of Year campaign, because I'm excited to say I've joined your team. So we're going to be talking a lot about this over the next month. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really, it's really interesting. I've, um, you know, I can't remember last year, I, you know, I got this random email that, you know, Hey, you have been nominated for, for man of the year for, um, lymphoma and leukemia society. Um, and I was like, what, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, nominated? right. It's, you know what? You know how what random? I was told. Right? What I was told was, you know, my place in the community, and there's, you know, I was nominated by a couple of people, um, and that's all that they were saying. They didn't say who nominated me or anything like that. And, and and I was, you know, like I said, the first when you're like man of the year, you know, I'm, you know, I'm honored, and I'm, and I'm really kind of figuring out, how, you, you know you know, why me and, and, and what's, and, and what's going on. And I, and I was like, well, I don't have a real, in my mind, right. I didn't have a real connection to cancer. I don't know about your family, but this is how my family shows up. <laughs> is that. I know every time you start it like that, something right. funny is about to happen. <laughs> Something's funny about to happen. So I don't know if this is funny or not, but um <laughs> I usually don't find out what my family members are dealing with or the extent until after they're dead. Right. You know, <laughs> you yeah, know? No, <laughs> you know? No, my family, my, I think it, it might be a generational thing. I think, well, I don't know though. I think, yeah, families, separate households, maybe right. even within the big full family, separate households, right. like to keep their skeletons in closets, maybe right. things shut off and don't let anybody know, you know, right. I, you know, I hear, so I've, I've heard so often that, you, you know, that, well, they didn't want to like worry people or they didn't, didn't want to do anything. People, yeah. And then, so there was a feeling, there was a couple people in my, in my um, extended family that have passed away because of cancer. And it's mm -hmm. like, I feel like I haven't had the journey of going through it with them, but I just right. like hear about it. And so being a part of this campaign, this fundraising campaign and this awareness campaign, I'm really embracing that there's a number of my friends that have gone through and that are going through their own cancer journey. Um, and so that's why I wanted to spotlight them, you know, to really kind of say, hey, let's just share what you're going through and what you're learning through that. And, and so it's just been great that, um, you know, I'm using my platform. Sometimes it feels like a network, you know, how many shows right. that I'm doing, right. You know, it is. You, um, should. you should, you should just label it already. Right. right. You know, network, <laughs> and you can find all these shows in this one spot instead of, Oh, you got so many things going. I don't know right. how you do it. I don't know how you keep your head straight. <laughs> and um, so, you know, you know, one of the shows that I do, I'm still, partially asleep so right, so, yeah. that's, uh, that's your so, morning right, the, the morning right it's right. like you, you know it's like who wake up you know and sometimes it's like uh, you know am i up yet but um but that's but that's fun um i love so, so that's my pep talk too though honestly yeah. I, I will be it's it's bill gets me out of bed in the morning right. <laughs> you know and today was today was a, a funny um um, show because you know I, I let 
people know that I have like two alarms, right? You know, one yeah. at six and one at six thirty, and they're like two different. They have two different sounds. One, you know, because one is labeled "get ready for the show," right? You know, right. <laughs> you know, it's like that's the <laughs> alarm. Um, but um, I only heard one alarm today, and so the and that was the second one, and so it was, who was it? Six. Uh, it was get ready for the show, but it was like, oh, that's only one. So I got a little bit more time to kind of just like kind of chill and get right. ready. And then my my wife, you know, moved around and started getting thing. And I was like, I looked and I was like, it's uh -huh. seven o'clock, right? You know, uh -huh. so, uh, so your, so, wife, your wife was the second alarm, right? My wife was the second alarm. Yes. So that so 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 that was fun. So yeah, it, it's just really within the platform that I have. And the opportunity um, that I have right now, I just really want to put a spotlight on, you know, what people are dealing with, you right. know, and how, you know, how cancer has affected their life and, and hasn't, right? Um, and not just physically. There's a lot right. of internal affecting going on with that right. too, mental, spiritual, emotional, you know, that's, that's a full deal not just the physicality of it you know right absolutely so uh so yeah so i am i am honored the fundraising part about it is going to be coming up soon so i am honored to have you on on my team and I'm you know we, we have a goal to to raise thirty thousand um, dollars and we're just gonna we're gonna go after it impossible is nothing it's Some nothing people say nothing is impossible i say impossible that's nothing Right. You know, we can do it. We can hit it. We got to get some other people joined up on the team too. And kickoff date is February eighteenth. Right. Nine. Keep right. that nine. Right. There's the nine comes up. All again. right. So we are here. I'm super excited to have you. Like I said, I'm I'm cheesing over here. Like <laughs> I'm like super happy to have William Brown on my show. Wait a minute before before we get star. going. Before we get going, you forgot the one show that we do every Sunday that, oh, yes, uh, that we do you? together. Right? It's like <laughs> blinking anymore to me. <laughs> right. It's like, it's so much a part of our life. It's not it even is. a thing. Right. Right. It you is know? every Sunday, 11 AM. I love it. I love it. Our view on the disconnect to connect one word conversations. It's myself, Melissa Price hosted by William Brown and our other co-host precious Pauling. Yeah. Um, and yes, it is always the sunniest, and often funniest, funniest, right? Right. right. <laughs> like you, you get all the emotions, right? Tears, laughter, right? All the rubbing, and the surprises. There's been bloopers too. I'm surprised I haven't fallen out of my chair. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was so excited to have you here, and I feel like our topic today is super duper appropriate. We are doing lessons in language today. And um, before we dive into that, I do want to hit the numbers on you real quick. But okay. um, I I wanted to talk language with you because you are the word master. You do the mm -hmm. one word conversations. You do all conversations. And right. then you've got journals and books and cards. And you are just so in the zone and always super intentional with your words. And I, I'm a wordsmith too. But you took everything to a whole new level with what you, the empire that you have built. And, uh, you know, it really is changing. It's changing lives. It's changing 
Mm. It's every you said you've had 292 episodes. That's 292 ish people that you have changed the way mm. that they speak, the way they listen. I, Precious and I'll both tell you, like I am so much more thoughtful about what I'm receiving when people right. are speaking and how I am communicating. Right. Um, and so. And then when you do that to somebody, it's got that ripple effect. They become right. more aware of it. So what you're doing is making waves, I think. I think we're past the ripples. It's making right. waves. Wow. So past we're the ripples. Talk about today because you are the word guy. Mm -hmm. It's it's so kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting with the, you know, calling me the language guy. And I'm trying, I'm trying to embrace that. But most of the times. I like, I make up words. I make up words live, right? <laughs> you know, on, you know right. on the air. And it's like, I'm, I respect words. I appreciate words. I'm intrigued by words, but they trip me up so often, right? <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> right. They absolutely do. They do. And why is that? Because one of the things I had written down is that, um, you know, and we, we speak about it often. I know on the Sundays when we do our view, um, and I know you say it with, with a lot of your other guests too, but, um, language words, these words don't, they're, they're not just coming with definitions right. They're coming with experience and emotions and stories. And, you know, it's not just the definition, right. it's a lot more than that. Right. And, and we, yeah, we, we act as if it's only the definition that's coming with that word, right? <laughs> right. Well, which when we have these conversations on your show, the one word, the one word conversations, can you believe that we have talked for an hour over the word let? L-E-T. <laughs> yes. We have had people talk about the word no. No was one of my favorite. That was my favorite episode still to this day. It was episode number two, the word no. Right. How far wow. can you go on that? Right. It's amazing, amazing words that you've had. I learned uh, my my word of the year this year is anastrophic. I didn't even know that was a word. Right. And when you look it up in the dictionary, it's not the definition that was put out. You know, there right. was like, that came from a, another author and or a show or something. I had right. where um, Brian said he had read it, but um, comparing anastrophic and catastrophic right. and just going with the prefix of it. Anastrophic right. is the belief that everything is working for your good. The universe right. is working for your good. All things work together for the good. I didn't even know that was a thing. And right. when you look it up, it talks about the grain and wood. Right. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, maybe I spelt it wrong. Try it with F instead of the PH. I'm like, maybe it's spelt really funky. I looked and looked and looked for days. I'm like, even my husband did. He's like, it doesn't mean what you think it means because that's not what the dictionary says. I'm like, but it does when you break down the prefix of the word and you do this and that. And so right. these, these, uh, the words, our language just, it carries so much. It carries so much weight, you know? Yeah. It says also in, in scripture, and I hear Dr. Deborah says this an awful lot too, is that uh, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Right. Wow. That was that was something that, you know, with doing this show, um, I guess one of the many shows, but um, the one word conversation is I realized how, I, I'll just say it, how careless I was with my language. Me in, too. In, in, the, in the sense that I was just, I am. 
I would <laughs> just, getting better. Right, you're getting better, right? I would just say things and just have people deal with it, right? You know, you know, I would have I would say things that I didn't quite understand, but I just, you know, did it. And and I think the more that I'm willing to have that one word conversation, uh, there's a care to my language. I, I recognize that, you know what? Um, you're probably not going to hear this exactly the way that I want, you right. know, how, what I intend, but I'm willing to be with you um, to help you understand what my heart is and what my desire to say the words, you know, that I'm saying right now. Right. And, you know, it brings up to, to for me when we're communicating these words, you know, it's not just the stories and experience that goes with it. But when you think about language, I mean, the definition of language as a whole is the principal way that human. that's what it says in the dictionary. It says something about it's the principal set of communication skills for humans, blah, blah, blah. It was right. very like clinical, you know, right. <laughs> that's a very structured way of defining right. language. I'm like, it's so much more than that. Right. And then There's I went so on like, a wild goose hunt and I was like, what's your own definition of language? What is your inner language? All this. And I was like, but, uh, you know, when we're communicating and using words, it comes with, uh, which I danced around this. I'm sure you, you'll have something to say on it. It comes with tone, inflection, and expression, you know, right. and that's something we're kind of missing right now with the mask situation, which we've talked right. about. For, but when we communicate language, it's not just the words, right? You know, I can say the same sentence to you in one tone or another tone, put my emphasis on different words and my facial expression. It, it, I can make that same sentence mean 1800 different things, right? You know, you know the um, it's, it's kind of interesting, and, and the reason why I have a hard time embracing that, you know, people like the tone of my voice, right? How, you know, it's like, you're so calming and relaxing and all that other kind of stuff. But um, you're like a pillow talk. Kind there, of. there is, you know, <laughs> most of the challenges are the intense fellowship that I had with my wife over the 30 years is because of the tone of my voice. When I said something, it's like, it's not what you said. It's just the tone. Right. You know, it's just like, it's like everybody loves my tone except you. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, well, she's I got 30 years of it. Maybe she's just like, you know, kick it up a notch once in a while. Wow, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so I just try, you know, really, um, sometimes I intentionally try to take out of my, take my emotions out of it. So I am just kind of saying what I'm saying. Mm. And, and, and really when I'm doing that, I think I'm helping, but I could be, um, hurting or causing other things because if, if I don't put a tone in it, then people feel like I'm hiding something or, you know, right. there, you know, then there's no feeling to it or it's like, well, you just have no connection to that at all. And that's, um, that's not the case, but it's like the, the one thing that I have, I've learned with, within my language is the tone, the, the passion, the, um, you know, the commitment, it's not just, it's not just the perfect word, right. You know, right. Exactly. It's all those other things that are important that creates the the language that people need. Yeah. And the way that we say stuff, not only, you know, 
does it communicate the way we're feeling as we're saying it? But it sparks feeling out of the person who's receiving it too. Right. I'm just going to use this as an example because I had examples going in my head, but I was like, keep it clean, Mel, keep it clean. (laughs) (laughs) I had a swear word or two here for the purpose of language that we're discussing here. But take the phrase, shut up. Okay. Okay. All right. I can say when my children are being very loud and I've told them nicely 20 times, shut up, you know, Mm -hmm. that's communicating my frustration and they're going to receive that, you know, Mm -hmm. now, if you told me some spectacular news, I'd be like, shut up. Totally different. That's communicating what? excitement joy and you're gonna receive that and be like yeah i'm feeling it too sister you know (laughs) and then what about this shut up shut up that's Mm. oh i'm scared and that other person's gonna feel scared too so i think that i don't know you take that one little phrase those two little words right there that can communicate and that's such a weird word too shut up like what a weird phrase that is it kind of doesn't go right shut up like I like the words too. It's 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 right. It's like shut is enough, but up, right? You know, you gotta just do a little bit more, right? I mean, shut down, (laughs) shut down. I get that. You're gonna shut down. I get that. Right. Up, like, where does this language come? What is that? (laughs) I had uh, a when your wife was on a few weeks ago or a couple weeks back with Precious. We were talking about all the silly little words and phrases that we use like the proof is in the pudding it's right get your pudding cup out and your spoon let's find <laughs> that proof. get it out get it out show somebody the proof it's like yeah i don't know our, our language is it's beautiful it's exciting it's funny um and it's difficult <laughs> right i look i um there's two things that I embrace, and I think I've said this to to you before. I don't know if I've I've ever said it on the show, but I I know that every time I use this example, it just kind of gets away from me, and then it's it's hilarious. Um, but um, but I think you'll appreciate it. It's like you know, getting our shit together, right? Right. Yes. Um. It it's like it means something, but it's like it's like crazy, right? Because for me. I'm thinking that okay. What do we do with shit? We don't get it together. <laughs> like we, why are we, why are we getting? To- <laughs> My mom had one too. She had brought up the other day. She's she's got she. Her and I have been working on this book of colloquialisms for a hot minute now, and she brought right. up just a couple of days ago. She's like, "Why do people say it tastes like shit?" You know, right. she's like, right. "Who has ever actually?" Oh, that. That reminds me exactly <laughs> of that time when I went out to the pasture and right. you know what I'm saying? It's like, right. you know, when I thought it was a candy bar and it wasn't right. It's like, I don't know. All right. Track, you know? It's, you know, you know, my, and my wife, we were talking about um, something. I don't know if she said it or we heard it somewhere, but some, they were talking about shits and giggles. And I was like, yes. that does yeah, it's like, like that sounds messy, right? So right. Messy. <laughs> you know? That's like uh, have that's so messy. That's we why are we? Yes, right. yeah. you know. So so yeah, I um I try to stay away from that because it, like I said, it just gets it it just gets 
you know, it, it's just like, no, no, we're, we're not going to talk about that any, any much, but um, it's, it's really what I have, what I have noticed for myself is that I have allowed language. I have allowed stuff like that. Um, things that we say, um, because I don't know, I, I didn't continue this because I just got, I got tired of it. Basically I, I would frame some of my posts this, that it was called shit we say. Right. And it was just, you know, and it was just things that used to work for us, but now are, are for me, but now it doesn't. Right. You know, it's like getting our ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, all, you know, our all, eyes and crossing our T's. Right. It's like all of those things that we, that we say that it, it just, when they no longer have any power um, and then it's just stuff that we say and, you know, I realized that, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, it's like, why don't you say that? Who did that? Right. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah. Why do you have to say, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, type of thing. And it's like, what are we, what are we learning from that? What is that language? Um, in when that, I, that... Up, uh, I had Brittany Thomas on an episode and I had a handful of these that she had never heard before. And she gave me some too. Um, but uh, one of the ones that maybe you've heard it or not is, does a bear shit in the woods? And she didn't get it. I was like, you've never heard that. I said, well, basically, I mean, the answer is yes. So right. if somebody's asking you a question or, you know, asking you a question right. that has an obvious answer of yes, right. like, right. hey, girl, are you my are you my best friend? And then they would look at you and say, does a bear shit in the woods? Obviously, the answer is yes. But I'm like, right. why would you? Who came up with that? Yes, right. Now we have to go with does a bear shit in the woods? There, there yeah. was there was something. I I was talking to um, a dear friend of mine um, the other day, and I was explaining something that I was sitting with. You know, because I'm always sitting with language and 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 different things. Um. And I think I've shared it on the the morning show, um, you know, time that it is, you know, when we wait. So this is what I was sharing with her. It's like when we wait um, for our beliefs, we are eliminating miracles in our life. Right. right. And so I've been sitting with that. Um, and so I was explaining that to her. And then I said, put simply, you know, when you get in your head you miss your heart. And she says, well, why didn't you just yeah. say that? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, um, that. I actually watched that. <laughs> and, and it was, it was really, um, when someone says put simply it's, you know, after they just said something, well, it's like, why didn't you just simply say it? Right. Why did, what's, that what is going on in your mind that you had to like make it very difficult? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like what part of you thinks I'm not going to understand what you're about to say? Put simply, like, let me dumb it down for you, sister. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the type of thing. It's like, the connotation. That's another part. Actually, I didn't even have that written down. We did have tone and stuff, but connotations of words. And right. I guess actually I kind of did have it written down in a way. I wanted to ask you about, because I feel like you have mucho to say on this because mm. you do your happy today every morning. Right. Um, the difference between positive and negative speak, you know, we, we mm. bounce on this with 
a lot of the shows that you do on the one word conversation, certain words have a certain connotation to them, which I guess you can kind of right. leave in there with tone, but I'm talking, right. when we were talking about tone earlier, I'm talking about volume and right. bass and, you know, that kind of stuff. But connotation, right. a word has like a different feel to it, a different vibe. Like you said, put simply to me, that's right. like, am I too, too, am I not good enough for like normal? Right. Simple, you know. <laughs> right. It's got a connotation right. to it. Right. Did you just call me stupid? Right. Right. Yeah, right. 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 Like, was that a sideways slap? What was that? You know. So right. positive speak versus negative speak. You are very, very good about your affirmations on the Happy right. Today. Right. Um, and always at the end of your shows, you just you always do the affirmation. That's I love affirmations because they're positive speak and they're forced. Right. You, you intentionally put it out there, right? Right. And then there's negative speak, which we learned, we learned so much on your one word conversations, how right. much we throw words around in a negative way and they don't even mean what we're trying to make them mean, you know? Right. So what do you, what do you think about positive and negative speak and, you know, the benefits of honing in on that in your life? Right. It's, you, you know, for, for me, I, um, I don't want to say I, I embrace not positive and negative, but if it's working or not working for me, right? Right. And there is there is there is sometimes that I when I say I should do something or I must do something, it's like it's that that's not working for me. That's no. negative. It that's makes me like yes. uh, you, you know it like it makes it's me like, think of paying bills. It makes right, me think right. of the mortgage company. It makes me think of going to that wedding I don't want to go to. Like right, it's, it's it's all of all of those things because you know I lived a large percentage of my life when I wasn't aware in that must have to supposed to type of way, and that's just really. That's no way to live, but that's the way that many of us live. And and it's so, you know, so now that I embrace things that work for me, that words that have energy, you, you know, and just kind of forward uh, of me. And it's like, you know, I get to, you know, I, you know, I, you know, love and different, different things that will get me to really kind of embrace all the actions that I have, you, you know, because I had a coach tell me once that um, our actions and inactions produce results. That's right. And 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 it's like the our inactions produce results that we don't want, that we'll have to deal with, right? Most of the times, when when I sweep things under the rug, I'm going to deal with that later, you know. Because I'm gonna trip over that rug, right? Exactly. You know, type of thing. The dust pile's gonna build up too much eventually, right? <laughs> right, and 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 that is that is the the case within language. Are we going to have conversations? Because when when people say that, oh, we're gonna have to have a hard conversation. I know. I, why? I, why do you gotta preamble it? Just say. Right. It's just, like just we're start the conversation. You know. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's it's either a conversation that I want to have or I don't want to have. You know, that's it. It's not a hard conversation. It is a conversation that I want to have or don't want to have. And there's sometimes that I'll just say, you know what? I really don't want to have a conversation, but I think this is very important that we do this. And I just say it. 
You know, I just say what needs to be said. Um, and, and, I, and I think the more that we embrace that within our language, then it's not good or bad, right or wrong, positive or negative. It's just like, you know what? I'm present to this moment and I believe this is what needs to, to happen. Look, sometimes in my mind, in my heart, I feel like this is what I need to say. And my wife will say, yeah, I don't, you need to go back. You know, you know, you right, need, yeah. to, you need right. to ask somebody else. Oh, right? she, she says, oh, little Willie, you better. Hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you better rewind and <laughs> that one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm sure you didn't want to say that, right? right. <laughs> I'm sure that's not what you really mean, do you? Right. You know, <laughs> we've right. all, you know, yeah, one of the most um, stressful, I've shared this on the show, um, uh, uh, I think a couple of times because it came to mind, but one of the most stressful and angry and disappointing conversations I've ever had in business um, was that I hired someone to take care of my social media or a number of different projects and probably some events up too. And I had you know, an idea of how I wanted it to go and everything like that. But I was like, you know what, you're a professional. You, you know, I, I trust you to do what you do and all that other kind of stuff and, and let her, you know, do her thing. go and do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, about a month into it, she was like doing nothing that I wanted to, to see happen. And, you know, it was just all kind of crazy stuff. And so I was like, okay, we need to have a meeting. Um, and so I was like, I, and yeah, we need to, conversation. Right. We, we, we need to have a conversation. And so I was pissed, right? Because I was spending a lot of money for, for her to do some things that I didn't want, didn't want, didn't need all that other kind of stuff. And, um, I says, yeah, I just want to get clear on, you know, what we talked about before and what you're working on and, and everything like that. Um, because I don't think, um, you kind of understand what I'm, you know, what I, what I need you to do. And, um, I, you know, I said what I wanted her to do and, and she said, well, that's not what I heard. And I said right back really quick. I was like, well, did you hear, um, do the opposite of what Bill says, right? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> because that's what you did, right. You know, Oh my God, shit hit the fan. I'm keeping that. I am keeping that. Sorry. Did you just hear that? It's opposite day? What's going on? Do the opposite what mom says, right? Right. And it just got, it got ugly really quick. I know. I know your wife, Delila. She's got some fire. She's got some fire. Hi, so does Precious. We all click real good together. I can imagine how <laughs> that went from zero to a hundred. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so, um, so after that time, she was no longer working for me. So, um, but um, yeah, it's so it was. It's that type of oh, thing. You were talking to Delila. That was. Your oh no! Oh oh no! I'm not that crazy. Oh. I wouldn't be married for thirty okay. years for. You know, but <laughs> I can imagine that the conversations you happen to have with Zalila can go from zero to a hundred when she does that. When she's that wife that goes, "You did not just mean to say that, did you?" Right. Ab abs <laughs> absolutely. Ab absolutely. So we so, got uh, and Charlanda joining us, giving each other oh, shout okay. out. Thank you so much for tuning in to our language conversation. 
guys make sure you uh, hang in to the end there. I've got some really incredible news I can't wait to share. Um, Stephanie Morris is in the house. What's going on, Queens? Everybody's giving love, love, and more love. All right. right. That's so, great. As we were just talking about messy conversations there, it came out of positive and negative speak. I had, right. I had a couple things on my list here that, you know, when we do these conversations, I like to go and look at the opposite side of things. So okay. we're talking about language and the importance and positive speak and negative speak and all that stuff and the weird phrases that we've had, like things tasting like shit. Really, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Why do we say that stuff? Um, how about this? Food for thought. <laughs> when there's a lack of language, everybody's gone through the silent treatment, right? right? Everybody has been told to be quiet or as we went through earlier, the different levels of shut up, you know? Right. Um, and we've all experienced being at a loss for words. That's another really right. weird phrase too. I'm at a loss for words. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Well, using words. It means, but really literally it's funky. Um, right. So what happens when there is an absence of language, absence of communication? What does that well, do to us as humans? You know, how, I'm, yeah, just, I, I'm really trying to go and show how important language is to us. Right. You know? Ab absolutely. <laughs> so how I define um, communication um, I define communication as a brave sender and a prepared and willing receiver. And I think too often, one, within our communications, you're, we're not brave enough to say what we want to say, right? So then, so we're not communicating. And then the other times that people are not prepared or willing to hear what you got to say. On top of all of that, um, there's a difference between perfect communication and what I call perfecting communication. And so now, so this is answering, this is answering your question here. Most of the times I think we look for perfect communication. We look for the perfect words, perfect setting, you know, perfect opportunity, all those type of thing. And when we don't have that, we don't say anything. And we don't, when we don't say anything, we are not in communication. And when we're not in communication, we're making up stories. So if you send me a text and Ooh. I don't respond, and, and if I don't respond to your text, now you feel like I got problems with you or I all that other kind of stuff. It has nothing to do. It just means I miss your text. It could mean that. It could, it could right? <laughs> right. It could mean I do got a problem with you and I ain't returning your damn text. Right. You know, all that other kind of stuff. But most of the times, because we're looking for this perfect, you, you know, it is, you know, and sometimes that perfect is perfect for me and not for them. If you really want to have the conversation, you, you have to find that willing and prepared. And sometimes, you know, the communication that I have with my wife is, honey, um, do you have a moment to, you know, to, to have a conversation here. I, I mean, it has to be, it sometimes it fe feels like it's that formal, but when it's not that formal, I can say something for like a half an hour and she, she wasn't ready. Right. You know, she wasn't listening. Right. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. You know, oh, you've been speaking this <laughs> right. I'm, right. My, my AirPods were in. Didn't hear right. you. <laughs> all, all those, all those things, and so the more that we, um, not look for 
the perfect, but perfecting. And so this is how I define perfecting communication is that I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And because of our relationship, I'm inviting you to kind of tweak it for me. So if I say something that you have a problem with, tell me, hey, I got a problem with what you just said. I didn't understand. Why'd you use that word? And it's like, oh, okay, this is why I'm saying you're perfecting our language to each other. And then we strengthen we strengthen that. That's what's in the one word conversation is that many times we'll hear one word um, and it's like, uh, what? I don't like that word. So now I don't care what else you said. I'm not listening to anything you say now. Right. But most of the times you you shut you down and we don't say anything. We don't say, hey, I just got shut down right now. You said something and I shut down. You know, what happens is, uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. As uh-huh. soon as you shut up, I'm right. right. You let it. You let it I, I got this great term off of a stand up co- comedy show one time talking about that, where like women can just like say something and it won't piss you off right away. But he called it. It's a it's like a phrase that will brain ninja you. It'll right. sit there and lurk in the dark for a right the right moment. And then wha-pah! it'll get you like what? Like, for example, he threw out there when your wife will turn around and be like, all quiet and whatever you just like your father and then go walk away and it's like right. you know she didn't yell it she didn't scream it and you're like stupid comeback you know and then the more it sits with you you're like right. i'm not like my father it would like <laughs> blow up in your brain later <laughs> so i try not to be a word ninja i i really um i i really try to and and sometimes look i will i will admit um, sometimes it causes stress in my, uh, my, my wife's head because I, I want to be complete with the conversation. Right. I want to say what we're going to say. And at the end of it, it's said, right. right. <laughs> um, because I don't want you to kind of think about it, get some input from your friends, see what they're saying on social media about it and then come back to me. Right. <laughs> like, you know, Go get research on, and then come back. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I I had my son one time. You know, young adult son a couple years ago. I said something to him. We were just, I don't know. We were. I was doing my parent label thing. I said something to him, and while we were talking, he was like on his phone, um, and he was like, "Oh, that's not true." Time to me. I it's like, it. and and he was like, "Oh, that's that's not true." What what I what I said. I was like, "Wait a minute, did you just fact check me in the middle of my conversation?" And it's like, "No, it's like I'm dead. I don't care what it says on the internet. This is what it is, right?" <laughs> right. And it's like, and sometimes we have communications that we're like fact checking each other instead of just kind of dealing with, you know, before the internet when we were growing up. Someone you know out in the streets said crazy stuff, and you're you're like, yeah, that don't sound right, but it's like, all right, you know, and we just continue to play, right? <laughs> you know, exactly. right now that ain't it because like, yeah, that don't sound right. I'm gonna go to Professor Google and uh, yes. prove to you right now that the YouTube you know, Academy, right? YouTube yeah. Academy, and yeah. just kind of realize that yeah, you're full of shit right now, right? <laughs> you know? Exactly, exactly. Well, uh, speaking to the absence of communication, Precious says, uh, we grow apart with absence mm. and says that if oh, it's, it's, it does not make the heart grow fonder unless you were in agreement when the departure takes place. Mm. The agreement 
that you still like each other. Right. Wow. Um, we've got Jeffrey Wilston joining again. Hey, I'm going to start calling you Uncle Jeff, if that's cool with you. <laughs> Jeff from Tennessee. He is actually, he's um, part of my husband's family. We've never actually got to meet face to face, but he is a pastor, wow. preacher for 38 years now, I believe. But right. uh, in Tennessee, he loves, he loves sending me all kinds of wonderful affirmations and good news right. and songs for my day. And I'm very grateful for it. And he always pops in and shows his support. He right, said, that's great. Uh, George Carlin first listed in his 1972 seven words you can never say on television. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think we say all of those words now, right? There, I mean, there are some there are some PG 13 movies that it's like, whoa, whoa, what? You know, <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, talk it's about like, it. tell you what. I go back and I'm like, oh, I remember that movie from when I was a kid. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe it. they're like, it's PG or PG 13. And I'm like, I can't believe my parents let me watch this at the like, It right. was way raunchier back then. Talking about, right. oh my gosh. Yeah, they were, they were letting it fly in the movies well below the ratings now. Right, <laughs> right. And then it's like, <laughs> now we're decent. We're sensitized and desensitized at the same time. Exactly. Wow, isn't that interesting, right? We need to resensitize. I said that on Sunday. We need mm -hmm. to resensitize. I can't remember. What was that word? Type? No? What was yeah, the last word? It was one of the those. The last word, inform. Inform was the last word on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Precious says, yes, perfect the language, and then we uh, strengthen the communication. Goodwill. Right. Right. Hey, Kia, cousin Kia's in the house. What's up, right. Queen? She says, that's true. It all takes one word. That's right. You got to choose your words wisely. Right. Uh, and the end, at the same time, be willing to like clean it up afterwards. If I, you know, because sometimes I can think that this is a wise word, but you know, the, my relationship, you know, my wife or my friends will say, yeah, that wasn't a good word. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, right? It's an awareness, you know, and this right. is something that you bring about. This isn't, this is woven through everything that you do. William Brown is mm. the awareness of what you're speaking. And I'll just do this real quick exercise here because I had written it and then I, I had it written and then we kept going and flowing. Right. I'm going to circle back here to the tone and the connotation of words. We'll just do the shoulda, coulda, woulda. You had already brought up should, and that's what made me kind of go there with it. it was the should and the must. It kind of leaves you with that ugh, on you, that obligation, that obligatory burden, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. How does each one of those words make you feel? I'll let you go first. Are you with me? Did you freeze? All right, well, I'll go first. Bill, if you can hear me, try to refresh. You're frozen on my end, but. Um, all right, so shoulda, for me, makes me feel, like I said, there's a, a to-do list that I don't necessarily want to be tackling. I should pay the bills. I should call the mortgage company. I should shave my legs. You know, <laughs> it's that, uh, that it's got that whole 
feeling of you've got to do it, but it's something you don't really want to. The coulda, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. On the coulda, I feel like that's the highest vibe out of the three words. The coulda is like, well, I don't know. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. I thought the could was, was good for a minute there. See, now I'm busting around up in here. The coulda. I could have. I don't know. See, there's a lack and a loss in that word for me, too, and emptiness. I was just thinking could. I could. If, I, if the word is could, then there's hope. I could do this. There's an option to do it. But if it's could have, I could have, as in past tense, then there's lack and loss there. And the same thing with woulda. Should have, could have, would have. It's amazing when you put the word have after it and it changes it all to past tense and all three of them sound like, oh, I failed in somewhere, some some area there. Um, yeah, but should still take the have away. Should still has an obligation tied to it. Could, I think, has hope tied to it and option. And then would has fear tied to it. Like, I would do it, except I would do it, but, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting as we're speaking about language and whatnot, uh, the different tones and connotations and ways with that we use words. Um, and again, just placing one word before or after another, man, can make a difference. So, well, I'm bummed Bill bombed out there. I'm sure he'll try to come back in because he's he's awesome sauce like that. So I'm going to catch up these comments and then I'm going to drop one more little nugget on you guys about language and then do some cards before we go and fill you in on my extremely exciting, awesome news. I can't believe I made it this far without exploding. There he is. You're back. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I am. You, you know, I I typically do not use. I don't know if you can hear me and everything. I typically, I, I, I typically do not use uh, Chrome um, browser on my on you know on my computer. And I and I did for some reason wasn't paying attention, and so it just doesn't like Streamyard for me. So That's so. It happens. I didn't know if it was me. Honestly, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope my signal's not going out, but it's all right. Yeah. I kept talking. You know, I like to talk. So. I, I know. I was like, if anybody, because I say that to my guests, I was like, hey, the, the good news and bad news about um, StreamYard is that um, it's a browser base. So mm -hmm. if anything happens to my computer and I go away, it's now in your show. So Right, exactly. <laughs> you are now the host. Exactly. You are now the host. It's like so, so um so great. Uh, let's catch you up here. Let's catch up with the comments and I'm going to drop I'm going to drop a nugget on you and then I'm going to get into some fun stuff with the numbers of the day and the good right. news and we'll and wrap up right. share what we've got coming up. Uh, Precious, when she we were talking about the movies and TV and the t the movie ratings and stuff, she says, oh, my God, I realized why my aunts were mad at some things we watched without adult supervision. Right. But, like, I don't know. My parents, dude, my parents, this is something, and I'll be real, transparent with you, for real, for real. Uh, my husband told me last night, I think you probably need to watch your language a little more around the kids. I've been up to here lately. I'm just telling you, you know, watch your language. Right. It's another one of those colloquialisms. Like, I can't see the words coming out of my mouth. I can hear them. Right. Like, Listen to your language better and right. shut it up or shut it down, rather. Shut it, right. Shut it <laughs> right. 
but uh right yeah i i got sidetracked on that the uh well he was saying oh watching the language and whatnot and i just i don't know i went back to the movie situation our parents like my parents used to curse up down and sideways all the time right. when i was growing up but i also used to get my butt whooped and everything else times to right. change but i'm like so when i when i get up i don't swear in front of the kids unless like i've said one two three four eight ten seven times you know right what I'm <laughs> right and i'm like you know right. <laughs> and then they, then they pay attention right so it's like you should yeah I'm like, but I grew up like that. I have to intentionally, right. when I'm when I'm very upset, choose words like fudge, right. and we're and, and and sayings like shut the front door. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm just yeah. not that cr creative. Um, I am. Um, I, I was doing um, a parody of um, what was it? The um, I, f I forget that uh, Samuel L. Jackson um, was in it with John Cervota. I don't, I can't oh, remember. Yeah, yeah. We were we were doing a parody of that, and um, it was like at the time, you know, I, I and I still don't swear a lot, but I was like, well, just tell me the line, and they were telling me the line. It's like you know, you can say fork instead of you know the word, and well, um, and and everything like that. And I got, I'm getting into the character and I'm like just swearing because I'm just, I am like committed to it. And they're like, whoa, uh, yeah, I, I thought we weren't gonna use swear words here. And it's like, I, I don't know. I was just in the character and all that other kind of stuff. I don't, it's just, I can't like, my mind doesn't work that way that I have to put replacement words in it. Whatever I am so connected to, um, what I'm trying to say, what I'm feeling in that moment, and that's what comes out. Um, and so sometimes too, but I have to be a censoring mom at this right. point sometimes, you know. Yeah, uh, I totally get it. There's there's no censor in in, in in my house, and sometimes I'll 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 say to my wife, "Hmm, that's an interesting choice of words." Right? Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like... I'm that's a nice way of putting that. <laughs> when you really wanted to say, "What the," you know? <laughs> right. It's, it's like, again being aware of our language. Right that's, is that's you know an appropriate way of saying that instead of what we would normally want to say, like the "What the be?" Right. 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 Interesting. Right. You choose your words wisely. Uh, Kia says, "Man, words are powerful." And Precious says, just the other day, I was like, the color purple is no movie for an eight-year-old without conversation of an adult watching wow. you. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, that is, I saw that, I think I saw that in college or something, and I was like, woo, you know, I need an adult, right? You know, I mean, it's like, it was just, exactly. it was much, right? It was much. And I can imagine seeing that as a kid. And when you were, when you were on the blackout moment there, uh, we were talking about the difference of well, the words shoulda, coulda, woulda, right. and you know, and then if you took the uh off, like the should have, could have, would have, if you take the have off, how each base word makes you feel. Hmm. Um, Precious said, uh, "Should is big. That's a big one. Like that should hmm. kind of makes you feel like this obligatory sense. Could right. means there's an option to do, right. and then would." 
I feel like there's fear tied to that. Like I would do it, except something's right. holding me back. Hmm. Yeah. Um, she says it all means could have, would have, should have. I have a different perspective now, so now I see it different. Hmm. That's great. <laughs> she said, as far as the swearing goes, she grows. I grew up in a sailor's house for sure. <laughs> That's what my mom always says. You curse like a sailor, curse like a trucker. I don't know why right, truckers right. are really bad now. Uh, but <laughs> it wasn't until I got older that I adopted the language, but it definitely helps me when I do. I've learned to trust that the right language will be present. That's true. Right. It's, it's kind of interesting. As a kid, and I can honestly... Um, kind of remember when people would say, you know, um, like a sailor or like, a you know, a, you know, a pirate and a, or, or, or the, a trucker. Right. And it's like, <laughs> my understanding is like, you know, a trucker is like not around a lot of people. They spend more time by themselves. So it's like, why are they just, swearing so much? Cursing in the truck by themselves. <laughs> like they have to, like do truckers have Tourette syndrome and they're just sitting there right. like. They're just like swearing all the time or something. And no. it's like, I didn't understand. Yeah. It's like, but when the, right. When the truckers get together when at the diner, they're just like swearing up a storm or something. I don't, you know, I just like, it's, it's like a hobby. little pie. Right? <laughs> So. It's, the, it's the truckers' hobby. They get they gather around the campfire and just they have contests of who can say the. <laughs> you know? That's great. That's funny. And Precious says, "I cuss for me, not you, or perhaps it is for you, and it saves you." I, right. Listen, there's a lot of benefits to cursing. I actually did some research on this. There's some wonderful. I think I sent you one. There's some wonderful right. meditations that are like. Breathe in, F it. Right, right. <laughs> and let that shit go. Right. It's I swear to God, when you're in a rage moment, you take two minutes. It doesn't even take right. but one, honestly. One minute, breathe in, F it. <sighs> let that shit go. It's swearing. swearing does help release endorphins and stress. It does. It's right. Good. Uh, That's great. <laughs> Precious says she was young then, and uh, oh boy, they were cussing drivers out all day, laughing my ass. <laughs> all right, so here's this last little nugget around language I want to drop on you here. Okay, um, and I think you will agree with it. Language leads to manifestation because mm, yes, speak it, it is so right. We mm. cannot, everything starts with a thought. And I think with your affirmations that you work mm. so closely with and that you deliver us every day um, in the affirmation world, especially. Um, but I think when it comes to your dreams and goals and intentions and stuff, when you speak something, it, it can't, it can't really come out unless you do. So I feel like right. language, our words, when we speak, it leads to manifestation. Right. And I think that's why, you know, going back to the positive and negative language that we have, it is that, um, and so, like I said, I've, I use it as if it's working for me or not working for me, right? So if I am speaking, if I am speaking um, language that is working for me or is for my benefit, it's my anastrophic language, right? Right. Um, then um, I'm manifesting that in my life. 
if I'm if I'm using language that you know I won't do this, I can't do this, all this other kind of stuff, you're manifesting that in your life, attracting um, and, yes. right. You're 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 attracting that, and so really, really getting aware what you're saying. It's you know I've I've mentioned on my show, and I, I think I've I've talked to you um, before that I've been bracing you know, abundant, right. And abundance in, in my life. And I, and I, I realized that there was a lot of things that I was saying to myself that I'm attracting abundance, but my language was like rejecting abundance was right. saying that, Oh, I'm good. Right. I don't need this or I don't, you know? And so what I was doing by blocker. using that language, that's right. right. You're a blessing blocker. <laughs> I, I was manifesting lack in my life um, while I'm saying that I, you know, to myself that I wanted abundance. And so, yeah, just get aware of what you're, what the language that you're using and seeing what you're manifesting. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. So <clears throat> as we're wrapping this up with our language conversation, I guess that's something we, you know, I think we'll both encourage you guys to you know, and ourselves to be really, really mindful of the words that you're choosing with the, and, and the inflection and tone and intention behind what you're putting out into the universe. Because when you speak, things manifest, you know, you right. attract things to you and you put things out there. The power of life and death is in the tongue, you know, so speak life, mm. speak love, speak affirmations. Don't be the negative Nancy or the Debbie doubter that we were just visiting not too many days ago. You know what I'm saying? Don't right. put that out right. into the universe. Speak positive, speak power, speak life. Mm. Um, and uh, I would love, I actually would like to pull an affirmation card for you today out of my deck. Okay. And before we do, Wonderful. we got to roll on these numbers real quick. So okay, today, was episode 40. So mm -hmm. root number is four. Yes, I see you. I see you, Steph. She's like, Stephanie says, yes, I was just going to say, speak life. It's important to watch what you say. Amen. Amen. So today was episode 40. Root number is mm -hmm. four. Four is a number of structure and stability. Also, mm. four sides to make a square. I always remember the meaning of four because I think of a square. So got it. now today's date was, well, actually I'll go back and rewind to you because you started this morning before me. You just did episode 292. Two, we have right. mm -hmm. two, nine, two. And in num numerology, when you boil all that down, it's a four. So we have fours, twos, and nines. They're all up in here. It's insane. Uh, <laughs> so two, the number two means balance. It's duality, black and white, hot, cold, life, death, man, woman, uh, good, bad, all of that. The, the balance. You can't have right. one without the other. So we've got balance. We've got stability and structure with four. Um, and then, okay, today's date Oh, wait, nine, what was your nine, 11, and seven from this morning? 
Um, yeah, that was from, you know, the morning. You drew this morning. Yeah, my cards, right. Yeah. 11 on your Happy Today show, which equals 28. Or no. 20. Was that right? No. 21. And then your, so your number boiled down to nine. Right, you said that right. on your show. Right, no, it was right. the numerology right. roll down of your cards. So there's your other another nine. Today's date right. is the second month of the year, second day of the month, and 2021. So look at all those twos up in there, and right. two dash two dash 2021 boils down to nine. Also. So the number wow. nine is a really cool number. Let me actually, I looked up something to read to you guys about nine. Nine is a number of faith and um, purpose uh, and fruition. But I did find a couple of really cool fun facts about the nine that I didn't know. Every time I look, I find new stuff, you know? So it says nine is the number of magic. Nine is a sacred number. Uh, nine is a number of a, a number of completion and fulfillment. It is a symbol of wisdom and good leadership. Nine is the number of heaven. And uh, here, this is really cool. Nine, every time you multiply nine, it breaks down to itself. I didn't know this, and you know how I do the numbers. So like wow. nine, or two times nine is 18. One plus eight is nine. Three times nine is 27. Two plus seven is nine. Four times nine is 36. Wow. So six is nine. It goes on and on and on. So that's like a really cool special fact. Nine being about, and that was, it tickles me because uh, they, it is a number of fulfillment, fruition. And they, some of the stuff I read too, they say, if you surround yourself by lots of nines, it will attract that to you as well. But I like oh, that wow. it always repeats itself. It reminds me of the cycle of abundance. You know what I mean? Like the flow of mm. abundance wow. with nine, which I guess with fruition would work. But I feel like because nine is always repeating, it reminds me of a cycle, a circle, and like that whole universal law of abundance. So today's base numbers were two, which is balance and duality, four, which is structure and stability, and nine, which is repeated fruition, purpose, abundance, I feel. Um, wow. And last set of numbers for today. And it started, you you brought it, I wouldn't have even thought to like look into it today, honestly, unless you started it on your show this morning and were like, nine, what's nine mean? And then I was like, okay. everything's nines today. It's a nine kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really a George cool. Sink commercial, right? right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. And I'm going to do these special cards here. Uh, okay, okay. Stephanie says, oh, my gosh, 292 episodes. Go, Bill. Go, Bill. You are amazing. Amazing is I th it needs it needs to be a made up word. I heard one on Saturday Night Live one time that was beautiful, a beautiful made up word. Scrum trelescent. Like you need a fancy word. <laughs> almost 300 episodes. It's awesome. That's funny. Scrum <laughs> journey has been scrum 
it feels good to say that word because I know it's not real, you know? Uh, <laughs> Stephanie also says nine is the number of faith and purpose and fruition. Love that. Yes, it is. It is. I love it. Nine, nine is a number. Now two is my favorite number. It's my lucky number and my favorite number, but uh, nine always comes up for me. Probably the most frequent out of all numbers. Mm. Nine comes up often to me. I don't know why, mm. but it does. Um, yes, two equals balance and duality, and it's a nine kind of day. Yes, it is. It is indeed. So Great. we are going to do some affirmators here. You pulled cards for us this morning. Hmm. I'm going to pull you a card now. Yes. So these are affirmation cards. They say that they, 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 they're to help you help yourself without all of the self-helpiness. How's that for language? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> all right, we'll do this card pull here. If anybody wants a card, just pop it up there and then we will wrap up. I had to leave with some some fun and inspiration. All right. I'm going to do one for me and one for you. Do you want to tell me where to stop, William Brown, or do you want me to pick for you? Um, you can pick for me. I sense that slight hesitation there. <laughs> All right. This is you, this is me. All right. Ooh, first card, forgiveness. Hmm. Forgiveness. All right. It says, congratulations. You're being given one of the most powerful superpowers there is forgiveness. Imagine that you've been bitten by a radioactive um, forgiver. The point is you suddenly have the ability to forgive people <laughs> for their flaws, their bad days, their unkind moments, and their mistakes. And the best thing about forgiveness is that you can apply it to yourself too. Have fun wielding your new power, hmm. but remember, with great forgiveness comes great inner peace. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Marinate on like that, that one. I received that. Yeah. I love these cards. They, they Marinate on that. I've been bit. Sabrina would say, <laughs> Sabrina, huh? Marinate. All right. The next card. Personal growth. And you can see there's the huh, one of those first today, bicycle, the first bicycle ever made. Whoever decided to put the giant wheel with the tiny wheel, just saying. And it right. looks to be a frog right. with extremely <laughs> long legs, very long-legged frog. Unusually, it's it, back legs are much longer than the front ones. Okay, and it says personal growth. This sounds so much like you. As I move toward greater consciousness, I feel old thoughts and habits fall away. Like training wheels on a bike, they helped mm. me get to where I am. But now that I can ride, 
I don't need those slow and crummy wheels, except when I'm making bike analogies. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you all day. I, I can uh, run a, an analogy. Right. That's, That's great. I don't need those crummy old wheels, except when I'm making bike analogies. All right. Um, well, right. I kept you up one eleven forty seven over the hour. I've kept you. I've kept you quite a, a bit. So, I thank you so much as always. This is such a blessed afternoon. I I am grateful beyond measure that you agreed oh. to take this on and do the show on language with me. And we even did get the naughty language in. <laughs> so right, we did. We go, right, we we yeah. did. Before we go, why don't you wrap it up and leave Did I miss the announcement, the good news? Oh, yeah. See, I told you in the beginning. Remind <laughs> me. I'll forget. Okay. <laughs> I'll forget. Oh, okay. I thought I missed it when I was in the blackout. I thought I, I, thought no. I lost the opportunity to hear All the right. good news. Well, so, okay. The I great news. <laughs> All right. The great news. So one of my I Hire Me challenges for January I succeeded in like an hour ago today on February 2nd. So I didn't make it in January, but I made it on two's my lucky number. I made it on two, two, 2021. So today I got accepted and my podcast is now part of iHeartRadio as well. And that was my goal. Yay! I wanted to do iHeartRadio. So yay! I'm super excited. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> Yep. The Spotify was a little, little easy wow. to get on and whatnot, but I wanted to do the iHeartRadio. There's options for advertising and there's paid opportunities and things like that in there. And so I, it was a step up, a level up for me. And it was like, I, I did this as soon as I started Spotify four weeks ago, I, I did this and I never heard right. back. I resubmitted twice. And I never heard back. I never heard back. And I'm like, uh, it's not meant right. to be. And literally 10 minutes before we got online today to do this, I was like, there's like, you have been added to iHeartRadio. I'm like, yes! I was so excited. Yay. Great. That's wonderful. Congratulations. I made it, Congratulations. I made it to the end. I almost missed the opportunity to share it. So thank you so much for reminding me like I asked. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, the girls Boy, are chiming in. Great. Proud of you. Congratulations, iHeartRadio. Thank you. I'm so very excited. Star student. I have amazing coaches. William Brown and Precious Pauling, my big sister and big brother. Wouldn't be here without either of you guys. So I give all the flowers and credit oh, no. to my brother and sister here. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, so yeah, there I, it is. I appreciate Yay. it. No, it's... <laughs> so as we're Yay. wrapping up, there it is. Go ahead and leave yes. everybody with your final words. I'm going to put your information up so people can find you, and I'll put your link in the comments below after the feed as right. well. Oh, wonderful! You know, I am, um, I guess, beyond honored. To, to be connected um, to you. And I think many times we, we have a question about our connections and our disconnections. And the more that we, uh, and in fact, or understand 
that the more that we show up as ourselves, we become aware of how connected we are to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that is that is the invitation. And I am so glad that the more that I um, learn who I am, the more that I can see how Melissa and Precious and a lot of other people we're connected and we're we are doing what um, we are called to do and showing up in our life. And it starts with that awareness. We can get distracted so easily about all of this, um, all the things that that are in front of us. But we were here, as um, Jeremiah 1.5 says, you know, I knew you before the foundations of the world and before you were in your mother's womb. The fact that we were known before all of this means that all of this means everything and and so the more that we become aware of that, um, we can show up and that we can say that I know who I am. I know whose I am um, and I'll show up um, for that. As I say, because the world wants you, the world needs you, but the world is not waiting for you. So go be you. Yes. Go be you. Absolutely. And while you are going and being yourself, Remember that there is always a blessing in every single lesson, you know, our stories, our language, our communication, it matters. If we don't communicate with each other, how is this world going to grow? You know, I, I, I say it frequently. I use the, the analogy of the hot stove and you go and you put your hand on that stove and it is hot and you get burned. You, you damn well gonna go tell somebody, don't put your stuff there. Don't put stuff and it's hot. Don't touch, it's hot. <laughs> or do we silently sneak away and wait for somebody to get burned? We don't do that, you know? So tell your stories, <laughs> tell your opinions, tell your definitions, your feelings. Like we show up, both William and I show up every day to show you guys how much we're connected, how much our words matter, how much our stories matter. So. Find the blessings in all your lessons. I will see you guys tomorrow. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, please contact me at lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com or feel free to message me at Lessons and Legacies on Facebook or Melissa Price on Facebook. And if you guys want to check any of the other episodes out and become a wonderful fan and follower because sharing is caring, Please look up Lessons and Legacies on Spotify, YouTube, and now iHeartRadio. I love you. Thank you so much, William Brown. Again, I appreciate you. You guys check out Happy yeah. Today on Facebook, William Brown at 7 a.m. Uh, One Word Conversations with William Brown on Facebook and YouTube at uh, 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. And 11 a.m. on Sunday for our view with myself and William Brown and Precious Pauling. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you for your feedback and be blessed. We love you. See you tomorrow. <laughs>